What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel. It was long overdue, but we've got another prospect profile today, and it's another running back. And Kev, I got to tell you, running back is like my cocaine because I love talking <laughs> running backs. It is just something I, I knew I had to do another running back here. And we're talking about Kenneth Walker the third, the bulldog. Kev, what are your thoughts before we jump into everything Kenneth Walker? Well, first, how are you doing? And then what are your thoughts about talking about another running back here? Hey, you know, you're the boss, man. I just I just sit here and you tell me who you want to talk about, and, and I'm good <laughs> with that. And I think I think it's good, though, because, you know, running backs, running backs are one of those things right now. This class as a whole, some people are down on. For fantasy purposes, we've seen it. We've seen all the news. Whereas I, I'm not down on it, but I'm not, I'm not optimistic either. I'm just kind of in the middle. I mean, really – this week is huge. The combine is going on this week. We're going to see where testing numbers are at. And I think we start shaping this idea of, okay, where are these guys going to fit? Because right now I've seen anywhere from, you know, day two guys to, you know, day one guys to some day three kind of things for some of these running backs that you're like, wait, why would he go day three? So a lot of things are in the air right now. And especially, you know, rookie drafts are coming and people are getting excited. But I also think people want to know where do we rate these guys? So I think it's good to talk about running backs. Uh, there's there's only really four, in my opinion, for the right, or maybe even three, to be honest, that are really going to be really, really fantasy relevant. Uh, and then, so let's get those out of the way. Then we'll have to talk about 15 wide receivers because this class has so many damn wide receivers. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. I'm, I'm surprised you said only three running backs and you're just going to basically uh, throw shade on your guy, Rashad White, because I know you're high well, on Well, I mean, I like him, but I mean, I, I, I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying to be realistic right now. I'm trying to the, realism is important. Just trying to say like, there's a lot of question marks about a lot of these running backs. There's a, now I will be say this and I know we got to go, but I hear this all the time. This, this class is deep just because it has a lot. Doesn't necessarily mean the talent is deep. So I think we got to be very careful with that misnomer. Like, yeah, there's a lot of running backs, but there's a reason why there's a lot of running backs is because the COVID year. A lot of these guys came back, so we're seeing a lot of fourth-year guys. Some guys that are a lot older. Brian Robinson was in the 2017 recruiting class, so I think there's some things we got to know about these guys. I mean, he's a grown-ass man. Yeah, he's he's coming now, but remember, he's 23, running against 18-year-olds, and that's why he looks so big. Like, so these guys, we got to be careful with just that dynamic of like, yes, it's deep, but is it really deep? So I think that's the big thing for me. Well, we'll stay in the shallow part of the pool here, and we're <laughs> going to stay in the guy that is in the consensus top three running backs. Yeah. And as we alluded, Kenneth Walker the third. We're going to break him down for you guys right here and how you should feel about him going to the NFL draft. It's 2021 stats, 263 carries, 1,636 yards, averaging over six yards per carry, 18 rushing touchdowns, a pretty big number there. Only had 13 receptions for 89 yards and a receiving touchdown. Now, J.J. Zacharyson, everybody knows him, late-round quarterback, he talked about how sometimes it's troubling that if a running back doesn't have a lot of receiving production in college, it definitely does not seem to translate well to the NFL based on some models that he's been using. And, Kev, i got to ask you, are you worried about him as a receiver? I know we're going to get to his strengths and weaknesses, but seeing that number 13 receptions his senior year, under 100 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown, do you think that's going to be something that he's going to struggle with at the next level? I think it's one of those things like, you know, we talked about it on the different realm. We talked about college prospects with him. Like, you know, he, he, he came from a different school. So when we're talking about just kind of his overall kind of stats, Wake Forest, he was, he was at, and at Wake Forest, he had, you know, three, six receptions total. He went to Michigan state at 13, 
Um, can he do it? Sure. I think he could, right? I think it's just based on the volume. I, the Wake Forest office didn't do him any justice. Uh, they didn't give him enough volume. And when he got volume, saw what he did in Michigan State. I think that it's a misnomer to say, oh, he can't catch because we don't necessarily know because he hasn't gotten the targets, right? And now, but then there's the other side. Is he not getting the targets because he can't catch? And so, like, I think it's the it's the weird, you know, you know, catch twenty two, like damned if you do, damned if you don't on him. But I do think that we have to just give it time. I, I will say though, it's a I don't want to say it's a red flag, but in PPR, he's got to catch. Like, we got to have mm-hmm. receptions. If you're playing PPR leagues, receptions are king. And so, I think that it's a it's not a red flag, but it's an unknown. And I think that's the unknown profile of these guys. Like, are you willing to take that risk on him? Because I have some guys got running back one, right? I see some guys going running back two. But in PPR formats, when we're just looking at it from a fantasy perspective, can you do that realistically when these other two guys can catch? And I think, and we've seen those like those receptions, right? Yeah, and I think just reading up a little bit about him, some people are saying just he has a very limited route tree that he is necessarily doesn't have bad hands, but his just his footwork as a receiver is not there yet. So he's not getting open and, and creating space, and that was one of the reasons, like you said, yeah. maybe they didn't throw him the ball. Uh, but besides work as a receiver, we're talking about rookie value, and this is something just from again, you look through tons of mock drafts all over the internet right now, and I've been seeing him mostly somewhere in like that one oh five to 112 this is obviously not necessarily super flex but in just regular dynasty rookie drafts 105 to 112 kev is that about where you've been seeing his value is right now yeah you know so if you're looking around obviously in super flex he's probably he yeah i mean really realistically he's in that range for both Uh, i think in one quarterback he'll be pumped up a little bit i think it all depends on draft capital Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the key. And I know it's a lazy analysis for that. But with if anybody's out there saying that they know where these guys are going to go, they're full of shit. Like, you're just, you just don't like you just don't like and you got to use draft capital as far as your process. Now, it's not like analytics where they just they use it as like their like their scapegoat almost. I don't want to shout out to the analytic community, but like you do need to know the process there, because if some team says, hey, Walker is early second round then yeah you should probably look at that and see okay where does he go we're gonna talk about landing spots a little bit but volume right follow the volume and i think that's the key for me with him yeah and obviously like you said we don't know where they're going yet so i think right now we just have to kind of if you're drafting you're just going off of the talent you don't know the landing spots uh some strengths and some weaknesses for kenneth walker the third very explosive elusive and he's got great ball security some Negatives for Kenneth Walker, his pass protection needs work. A lot of times it seems like when Kenneth Walker tries to uh, pass protect, it seems like he kind of lunges more and kind of dips his shoulders down. And uh, he's been basically a, a very much of a liability in pass protection, which is why right now he seems like he's more of a first and second down back, especially obviously we talk about the, his lack of work in the receiving game. Doesn't seem to have, I mean, I know he has some breakaway runs, but you know, maybe he runs, he's going to run in that four, six range. So the breakaway speed could be in question, as we mentioned, also need some work as a receiver. Now, those are just some outline of some strengths and weaknesses that I found that I felt like applied to him very well. Is there anything that you disagree with or anything you would add with from either of those lists? No, I think that's fair. I, I think he has good burst. Like when you watch him play, I think he manipulates holes really well. He gets a line of scrimmage and he gets to that second level. A lot of these guys, though, like in this class, are not going to have that top end speed. But it's okay. I think we've been kind of we've been we've we've seen these last two classes of this top end speed, and we've been kind of spoiled, right? Like you know, Josh Jacobs ran a four six in the combine. I think four six four or something like that. He's been a valuable running back too in the league. Uh, these guys that we see, so I, I do think that. 
while it's a knock, yes, I do think I like his I like his burst. I like his kind of they called him a bundle of energy when he gets to there. And he never really looks frantic. He plays pretty within control. I know some people says he plays out of control. I don't see that. I thought he really developed at Michigan State and then that offense and that system. Uh, and they had a great line behind him. He's there. I would say, you know, I, I don't know at 210, 510, 210 average build right so when we're thinking of like that running back it'll be interesting where he weighs in at during his official weigh-in if, if he's around that 210 number i'm a little bit more nervous if he's maybe at 215 i'm a little less nervous uh because when you look at that build i don't know i mean i comped him a little bit to i don't know if we're gonna do a comps but just like tevin coleman ish like oh, it, Kev. oh Kev. No, hey, tevin coleman the first year was good like he got injured and he didn't go there like when you're looking at like that perspective like and that's like that's just a comp. That that's not a ceiling. But I just say like with that weight, with that height, like you know, where is his value going to be based on that? Yeah, and like you said, with the combine coming up, I think it's going to help answer some questions here that we don't have yet. And you know, obviously, the making of this video, we don't know that, but it'll be interesting to kind of be able to to see where how that plays out to where we can you know figure that out. But just some potential landing spots. There's obviously a lot of running back needy teams but three that I feel very much so could be targeting somebody like Kenneth Walker, the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. Now talking about the Cardinals, now if you, if you look, most of these running backs are projected to go somewhere in like the high second to maybe middle second. Is that fair to say, Kev? Yeah, I, yeah. I, second, third, I think is, is pretty fair. Um, when we see testing numbers, um, I, I think that's a fair assessment. So Seattle has the 41st pick. I think that's a very realistic spot potentially for a running back. The Falcons have the 43rd pick. The Arizona Cardinals have a, the 55th pick in the second round. You know, if Kenneth Walker is the third running back taken, he could easily definitely slide there. If, you know, the first two guys, if, you know, Brees Hall and Isaiah Spiller go, and, you know, there's, you know, seven, eight picks before Arizona goes, and they think a team's going to jump them for a running back like Miami's at pick 50, Maybe they yeah. go trade down to get him. Uh, I, I do firmly believe that these three, Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, and Kenneth Walker, the three consensus, I think they all go in the second round. And I think it's going to be one of those things where if you know one or two of them are taken, then a team that needs is going to trade up to get the third one, which in this case may be Kenneth Walker. So I, I could definitely see third round, like you said, but something in my gut just tells me that these teams are going to want somebody at the running back position because like you said there's kind of a, a little bit of a drop potentially after these three so there is I, I mean I do think that you know teams talk themselves into running backs too and they'll, and they'll draft them a little early and, I, and I've seen that too I don't want the Cardinals though like I, 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 no? I get a little I get a little weary about the Cardinals just because I do I know Connor is a free agent and I understand like Chase Edmonds is there I, I don't like what's going on with Kyler Murray. I don't like that offensive system for running backs, but he's got to be able to catch the ball, right, in the Arizona Cardinal mm -hmm. system. And if and if he doesn't, if they have Edmonds there for that, now you're looking at less volume. So you're looking at a one-two down back instead of a three down back that you would like to see there. I Miami would be an interesting thing with McDaniels now, right, when we talk about mm -hmm. Mike McDaniel being there. I think that might be a good role. Um, I don't think Buffalo is going to spin up. And so I know Buffalo has been talked about, but I think they're okay with what they have. I don't think they're going to reach on there. So like for me, it's like, where's the volume? Seattle stands out because I think volume is there. So like mm -hmm. those are the type of spots I'm looking at is there. I, I actually don't like the Cardinal spot. Like I don't want any of my good gut running backs to go to the Cardinals. Oh man. James, James Conner coming off like 16 touchdowns. Doesn't appeal, man. Oh goodness. I know, but I mean, that was, 
last year with how the how the Cardinals played, yes, it was fine. I don't know if you saw Murray's ten, um, you know, manifesto today about how he wants to get paid more. <laughs> he really didn't need the right that much. All you had to do is say, "I want to get paid more." But I think there's some real, there's some real question marks there in terms of, in terms of that. And and you know, they could bring Connor back. So then, then realistically, you're going to get out of that spot. So I, I don't want that spot. Like I, I would like Seattle. I think that would be an interesting spot there. But there's a lot of turnover going to happen there too. Who knows what's going to happen with the rest? Well, who knows what's going to happen with these guys? There's so much question marks that we don't really know yet till the free agent kind of goes through um but find me volume if one of these guys finds enough volume i don't mind kind of paying up for him and and, and drafting them volumes king in fantasy football Always. and that's and that's definitely going to be the the winner for wh- whoever gets drafted to a team that has that volume available but as you guys know the last thing we're going to talk about is bro comps and kev i was proud of this one david montgomery and for a couple reasons so obviously Last year, Kenneth Walker III led the nation in broken tackles at 89 to lead the nation. David Montgomery, a big thing when he came out was his tackle-breaking ability and still exists in the pros. You have Kenneth Walker right now, as many project him to be a first and second down runner with heavy goal line usage. And Does that sound familiar? Because that's kind of what David Montgomery do, uh, does for the Bears when Tariq Cohen's not healthy, or when Tariq Cohen is healthy, excuse me. And then it seems like they have really good discipline and vision at the line of scrimmage. So those were kind of some things that stood out to me. Obviously, I know maybe the body type isn't the exact same, but I feel like that first, second down runner, good tackle breaking ability is something that could exist. I, I did see this comparison somewhere. I, for, I think it was on Reddit. Someone said no Sean Moreno. Uh, you know, maybe something like that could be there, but uh, I like Kenneth Walker a lot. Obviously, you know, my third running back on my list, but uh, I, I think he's going to be really productive. You said Tevin Coleman. Um, and Come on, Tevin Coleman is not that bad of a, fo- a football player. Like people forget, like people forget, like what he could do. I, I the injuries kind of. T- I think he has a similar profile in terms of what he is. Now that's not necessarily what he's going to be. Like I'm not like going to be say like, oh, he's a Tevin Coleman out there. But if you look at his size, his weight, what he has, like Tevin Coleman is not someone that I I think could be Walker. But I think it's a fair comparison. I try not to like do ceiling comparisons i hate comparisons mm-hmm. you know that I, i'm not a big <laughs> yeah. comparison guy but when i look at the profile especially from college profile that he did it, you know tevin played in indiana he had a big year tevin had two, you know two thousand yards rushing his his junior year like he 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 was legit at indiana his junior year in, in 2014 so I, I think that we had like that similar kind of profile that big blow up year and hey could this guy kind of separate himself but then again tevin really wasn't a receiver either so i think they have that kind of little things in common well, this is going to be the Kenneth Walker and Tevin Coleman video when we're all done with this. Uh, but I'm excited for kept for uh, about to say Tevin Coleman. I'm excited for <laughs> Kenneth Walker the third. I think he's going to be a monster at the next level. Hopefully, he has a team with volume draft him. And it's like Kevin said, it's exciting because the combine's coming up. We're going to have answers to some of these questions and. You guys know here at Triple Play Fantasy, we're going to keep breaking down all these prospects, all these high-end prospects, some prospects you don't know about, and be able to give you the ins and outs of everything. You got Kevin, who's one of the best Debbie minds in the game. You got myself, who's actively continuing trying to get more into the Debbie community and, and dig into these guys ahead of draft season. So we're just putting our heads together and, and making some magic happen for you guys. If you have a recommendation for who you would like us to break down next, please put it in the comments below. And again, let us know if you enjoy these videos by liking and subscribing to the YouTube channel. It's very much appreciated. Kevin, I always like to go to you for a word of wisdom or words of wisdom for the viewers. 
Uh, you know, sometimes never or sometimes later becomes never. So do it now. That's my that's my wisdom right now. Fantastic. Can't you see why I go to him at the end of these videos? <laughs> All right, guys, until the next one, we'll catch you guys soon. See you guys.